How useful are metaphors in personal change? So when it comes to changing something, change in many ways is a form of storytelling because we have typically a way in which we used to do it and we have a way that we want to do it and that we're trying to bridge the gap in some way between those two things. We're trying to change the story that we're telling ourselves or that the world is telling us that's in some shape or form being told. So Sometimes we're far too close, though, to the thing we're trying to change. So it's kind of hard to, to think about clearly. It's hard to put in perspective. So the likes of metaphors and the various variants, metaphors, examples, similes, etc., uh, are really, really useful. Because a lot of the time what they allow us to do is take the same basic structure but put it into a different world so we can see it a little bit more clearly. So a lot of the time what happens is if somebody's too close to it, if you use, for example, you're working with a chef and you use a cooking example, sometimes the cooking example will be a little bit um, a little bit too close to home. So although you're, you're being symbolic, you're saying, well, why not combine ingredients together? So why not bring elements into your life to, to make it positive, to make it better? But the problem is, they're going to have to go back into the kitchen after you've just chatted with them. So when they hear that, they're immediately thinking of the shopping list later that day, and it's too close to them. They're finding it a bit hard to to grasp the concept. They can do it, of course, but it's just a little bit too close to home. On the other hand, if you were to talk to somebody who had no knowledge of cooking whatsoever, then it might be too far the other way. They might say, well, what are you talking about? I, I don't really know what you mean. Uh, somewhere in the middle tends to be good. So something that we can kind of relate with, but still it's not every part of our our, our life. Uh, We're not completely invested in it. So it gives us a little bit of room to be able to see it more clearly. And very often the same kind of themes will come up, but in different areas. And There's different languages we can use when we're we're speaking about change, but one of the most useful languages uh, when it comes to therapeutic change and well-being change is systems theory. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to get too complicated here. You can research systems theory if you want. But the simple thing to say about systems theory is that it doesn't really matter with systems theory or systems language or systems thinking whether we're talking about weather forecasting whether we're talking about changing habits, whether we're talking about uh, flocks of birds migrating, it doesn't really make any difference because what what, what systems thinking does is it talks about patterns generally, talks about relationships between things. So it could be challenges and it could be goals or it could be anything else. It could be crowd management in a city. It could be traffic. And the reason I mention this is because very often it's not that hard to find examples, metaphors, etc., that you can use to convey a point well. And they can be helpful because if you're trying to make a very abstract point, sometimes just making it a little bit more uh, visual to be able to, to, to kind of put some flesh on it can really help. So if I say to you that it's helpful when you have goals to be more process-oriented, you go, okay, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> but if I say instead, look, if you're running an orchard, don't be worried about apples the whole time. Just focus on taking good care of the trees. 
And if you take good care of the trees, you tend to automatically get the apples. That's a bit better. <laughs> that just works better. There's some meaning to that. Because as human beings, our mind it works semantically, which, which means based on meaning or storytellers. So we learn best through storytelling. So if we can take a, a concept and flesh it out in that way, it tends to be much easier to get, much easier to imagine. It's just much more interesting as well, and it's a bit easier to engage in. So it is a good idea, I think, where possible to use metaphors, examples, to, 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 to uh, kind of bulk out the, the, the core concept in some sort of an interesting way, to cash it out in a way that really demonstrates it, that shows it rather than tells it. So this is good generally in therapy, but it's something you can do yourself personally. If you have a change you want to make, just say, well, what, what, you know, what's an example of that change? What's something similar? We could, you know, we could use an electrical example. We could use a plumbing example for the change. We could use the example of, of bandwidth. If there's too much in our minds, there's a bit too much you know, water running down the pipe, or there's too much loading an electrical circuit. There's, there's any number of examples or metaphors that we can use which are going to be really, really useful potentially and just give us a nice model for both thinking about the changes that we want to happen, explaining them also to others sometimes, but also kind of monitoring how we're doing because with the example of loading on an electrical circuit or the example of uh, the capacity of a, a water pipe in plumbing, you know, we might be able to say, well, it's at 100%, it's at 110%, it's at 70%. In that way, we can kind of monitor it and that gives us a kind of a user interface to our thoughts and feelings that we mightn't otherwise have access to, which can be very helpful.